Blog Talk Radio. You have tuned in to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Cross. The best sports radio show on Blog Talk Radio. We can't believe it either, but the Giants are in the Super Bowl. It'll be the Patriots versus the Giants in Super Bowl 42. We'll have all your coverage coming up next on the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Cross. Episode number 28 of the Sports Doc with Ace Man and the Quas. I'm Stephen Ackerman. We have a great show for you today. Uh, this is going to be a great edition of the uh, Sports Doc with Ace Man and the Quas. We have a uh, Super Bowl coverage, and uh, this is it's going to just it's going to be an exciting edition. The Giants are in the Super Bowl, and uh, New York is a big heat wave going on right now. No doubt about that. Hi, everybody. I'm Chris Bossman. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Doc for Sunday night. January 27, 2008. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, New York Giants next weekend at 6:42 p.m. It'll get set to play the New England Patriots and to make a little history of themselves. And Stephen Jones beginning the season. We never would have expected this. Never could have sunk it. But New York Giants are representing the National Football Conference, and they're going to be playing against the Giants, uh, the Patriots. The Super Bowl 46. How about that? I mean, unbelievable. I mean, who would have thought that Eli Manning can go uh, basically three games in the playoffs without uh, throwing an interception? I mean, who would have thought that this team, after starting 0-2 and uh, playing like crap for the first half against the Redskins, so basically 0-2 and about to lose their third straight game of the season, who would have thought that uh, they would represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? And, of course, they're going to try, uh, try to take down the perfect New England Patriots, who are 18-0, and are going uh, for one of the best seasons in a history, if not the best. No question about that. They're in the Patriots uh, for the victory over the charge in the AFC Championship game. Um, looking on 19-0. And, of course, it seems like in this first week of the Super Bowl, uh, the hoopla and the whole thing, it seems like the Giants camp seems to be the louder uh, side of the story so far. The Patriots have been keeping quiet, and the Giants have been talking. I mean, practical birds that day. You know, our wide receivers are better. Um, straight hands, when it's now so off, costly. Everybody in the team seems to be uh, very confident of the Giants' chance in the Super Bowl. What do you say that? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> you hear me at all? I, just... I, I didn't hear you for a second. <laughs> uh, you know, I was just saying, you know, how... See, the, the, Giants can have, the Giants can have bad communication in the Super Bowl or else they're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, I know. What, well, what, uh... Yeah, go, on, was, go on, go on. Go on. Well, what I was saying was that the uh, the Giants uh, seem to have the uh, the louder um, camp so yes, far. Yes, yeah, the, the Giants, the fans are very confident right now. They uh, 
Of course, they're riding high off their emotional win against the Green Bay Packers. I mean, yeah, uh, the Patriots and the Giants, of course, the Patriots had the dominant regular season. They barely got tested. Maybe they got tested in a few games. They got tested, of course, in that Giant game at the end of the season. Yes. And they also got tested in the Baltimore game. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. been different the this postseason. The Giants... Oh, let me just finish. So the Giants are winning these close games. Uh, they're winning, uh, you know, they beat uh, Dallas by four points, went down to the last possession. Uh, of course, they beat Green Bay by three points, and, and that uh, went down to overtime. And they also, um, in the first round, they beat Tampa Bay. Well, that was a really close game. But uh, for still, they had to come back. They uh, started slowly in that game. They actually had negative yards in the first quarter and had to come back against Tampa Bay for that. But uh, they've done a good job dealing with adversity. And they've also done a great job in uh, performing in clutch situations and not making the big mistake to open the door for the other team. And it seems like against games like the Cowboys and the Packers, the Giants just seem to be the more just seem to be the more prepared team. They knew the game plan. Second time around against Green Bay, the first time wasn't so good. The defensive scheme didn't really work, and then they kind of used um, Bradshaw a little bit more in this game. And they used Pascal Burris, 11 yards, I'm uh, 11 for 154. I mean, Burris had a career game uh, for a Giants receiver in the, in the postseason, and I think that was really the key to the Giants uh, winning that game because Burris is a playmaker, and he sure showed that against the Green Bay Packers. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, it's really been amazing. Like, you know, like what you said, what Ahmad Bradshaw has been doing. Uh, just incredible how this uh, this guy uh, came out of basically nowhere. At the beginning of the season, nobody knew who he was. Basically, had Brandon Jacobs as a starting back at the beginning of the season with Derek Ward. And then when Ward got hurt, and uh, eventually Jacobs got hurt. So Bradshaw was the main guy. But, you know, Bradshaw, you know, started out as a kick returner. And he's become uh, basically the key second-half running back in this postseason for the New York Giants. And he's taking a lot of pressure off Eli Manning. Yeah, another guy that the Giants thought that let go uh, earlier on in the season, uh, Ryan Grant, the non-factor in the Green Bay game. So... Well, just, uh, just to remind our listeners here that, uh, yeah. well, first of all, you can call our uh, number if you want to voice your opinion on the show. Well, it's going to mostly be a Giants uh, show tonight. But, uh, you know, if you want to talk uh, maybe uh, some uh, baseball rumors, some hot stove, you want to talk some hockey, if you want to talk uh, maybe some Brian Leach or some All-Star game, you can call in, of course, at one six four six four seven eight five one one eight, or you can email us or IM us during the show. Yeah. At uh, Metsfanak910 and, and BossMets08. in me right over there. So, uh, therefore, you can contact us those two ways, of course. Uh, yeah, we have plenty is- of show left tonight. Uh, we'll be going till 9.30. Uh, just a little update on the All-Star game for those hockey fans that are listening. They are now tied 7-7 in the third period. So, uh, interesting here. Uh, yeah, we start out with a 5-1 to one lead in the first period. And uh, ever since the West has been charging back. Yeah, of but, course. Um, needs- also, yeah. we uh, have a uh, hat trick in this game. Rick Nash from the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, three for the Western Conference. And of course, Rick Nash had the goal of the season against the Phoenix Coyotes. Uh, oh man, that was—he uh, swiveled by about three guys, and uh, basically uh, hockey ankle breakers, if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah, that was. Him. Phenomenal goal by Rick Nash. And, of course, uh, in baseball, uh, we have the Johan Santana rumors. Uh, it'll never end, it feels like. I mean, well, uh, this guy. the front runners, but, you the know. The appear to be the front runners, but who knows if that's real or not. I mean, we really don't know. 
Yeah, it, it could yeah, be pick- really that the thing, it could be the Twins are trying to, you know, gain leverage from the Mets to make the Yankee and Red Sox offers higher, or maybe the Mets are really the number one contenders. Uh, it's not quite certain. I mean, uh, the Twins uh, spoke today. They said it was probably going to be another 10 to 14 days. Within those 10 to 14 days, Santana will probably be traded. That's what they said. I'll believe it when I see it, though. But, of course, uh, baseball currently is... Um, and uh, what do you know? We only have about three weeks for pitchers and catchers, even less, maybe two weeks. So, well, I mean, coming up next expect, week is going to be the... But next week, of course, is the Super Bowl. So we're actually going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come right back and look ahead to Super Bowl 42, Giants and the Patriots, uh, next Sunday night. The sports docket is not all sports. Neither is it all serious. We do get some laughs. Taking sports a little bit here. We'll switch the NBA a little bit. So the season just getting underway now. So do you think uh, we'll start with Emil this time? I think it's true or false. Will the San Antonio Spurs repeat as NBA champions? Um, you know, I'm tempted to say false because every year you can make a case why they shouldn't, but every year they seem to be the best team. But, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say probably. I'm, I'm going to say yes. They're true. They're going to repeat. Uh, my opinion is, uh, my prediction is I think they're going to have a down year and all of a sudden they're going to bring Evil and Gory on into the dressing room after every game. <laughs> they're going to peak at the right time and win it again. Okay. Do, I think they do. <laughs> Tony I think we would all peak if she walked into our locker room, you know, guys? <laughs> so Tony Parker is a lucky man. I, yeah, I agree with that. I, they're, they're my favorite team just because of that. <laughs> When you watch those games in the NBA Finals, they show more shots of Evil and Gordon <laughs> exactly. than they uh, do of actually the players. Send something to that cameraman, am I right? <laughs> the smart man, he knows what the viewers That's want right. to watch. Exactly. <laughs> And of course, this weekend is the big Super Bowl 42, the Giants taking the Patriots. And of course, there's a lot of, um, on both there's sides. There's a lot of stuff to talk about during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more, especially than last year. Right now, I mean, of course, Bill Belichick was a former Giants assistant. They look at the experience that these Giants players have. Only three of the former Giants of this current team have been in the Super Bowl before. Uh, that, of course, is a Strahan, a Monty Toomer, and um, their center, I've got his name, actually. But uh, he was in a Super Bowl with the Patriots. No, the other one. David Deal? Uh, Chris Nee? No, he, well, he was on the Patriots in 2000. Um, I don't know, Matt Light, maybe? Yeah, I, 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 I think so. 
I think it was uh, Greg something. I don't know. But anyway, right. that just shows you how much experience this Giants team has had Super Bowl. So basically, for Giants, this is new terrain. For the Patriots, I mean, this is this is their, what, their fourth Super Bowl in the last seven years? So, uh, yeah, I, mean, I believe so. I think uh, the Patriots, they could really become a dynasty if they win this one. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, as they already made their mark. And Belichick, of course, is as greedy as anyone. And uh, we will see what happens. But, of course, um, uh, Belichick has been ignoring questions about the Spygate scandal uh, going into this game. Um, but uh, uh, Well, Spygate, that was towards the beginning of the season, but still. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I know it's in your post, but what they do is they do – it's kind of funny. They do Giants versus Asterix. It's really funny. I, uh, I don't know about that, man. I, yeah. I think everybody cheats in somewhat. I think uh, the Patriots just got caught doing it. I think other teams probably do it. Yes, and I of think, course, you know, you're always trying to steal plays from the other team. That's just the way. But uh, you, it's just a natural reaction. You're always trying to get a, uh, you know, uh, try to get a competitive edge over somebody. A competitive yeah. edge. Quote that. Uh, and, uh, and of course, us, um, you know, as Giants fans, you know, they're talking about, you know. Same thing with the Dallas game, you know, Terrell Owens, will he play, will he not play? Of course, as Giants fans, we know he's going to play. Same thing with Tom Brady. Of course, you know, Tom Brady goes out with a leg race. He's going to play in this football game. There's no question about it. He's not going to oh, make yeah, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, of course. Brady, he's going to play. Mean, I don't I mean, care what you know. another Belichick act here. I, oh, I hate it. I hate him. Yeah, I mean, it's just an act like Belichick, you know, just to kind of, you know, um, dilute the Giants. But really, you know, he's, Tom Brady's going to play. He's going to. He's going to play his hardest, of course. I mean, this is, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, and, of course, the Patriots now, every favorite, I think the, the line is 12 and a half. But the uh, Giants know, the Strahan was talking about it, I mean, they made it. the Giants are as confident as anybody. And there's no better team to face Patriots in the Super Bowl than the Giants. And they're going to go out there and beat them. And I, I, I really They'll have give them a fight. They'll definitely give them a fight. They would give them a fight. I, I think, you know. Um, there's a lot of people that are, that are rooting for the um, for the Giants in this game across the country because they don't want the Patriots to get to the 19-0. But again, uh, we we will see what will happen. But um, Tom Coughlin, the way he's led this team and Eli Manning, his resurgency has been just unbelievable uh, in getting this team to where it has to be. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Super Bowl. Uh, How's you, know, you got audio for that? Uh. Well, Brady, I was kidding. Brady, of yeah. course, he hasn't shown up all week, so uh, you can't have audio. But <laughs> yeah, but, uh, he's been hiding. Brady has been hiding away from practice. Uh, he's reportedly uh, either missed practice or he's been limited, and he has been limited uh, after the reporters uh, have to leave the practice. So uh, what they do, I believe, they allow the reporters to say uh, to stay the first uh, 15 to 20 minutes of practice. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, private to the team. And uh, Brady has shown up on the field, uh, reporters say, at least, or sources say, after uh, the reporters have been asked to leave. So obviously they're hiding something, and there's an injury. And uh, what the Patriots did was another clever way they try to hide this. They had a few press conferences last week. You had uh, Dante Storworth and uh, Wes Walker joking, saying that uh, they took a few snaps as the quarterback in case Brady can't play. I mean, uh, obviously he's going to play. I mean, yeah, he's going to play. There's no doubt about that. I mean, yeah, Shubo, he's going to play, and he's going to play well. And uh, the Giants, of course, uh, unless he's beheaded, he's he's going to play. 
Yeah, I mean, oh, Tom Brady is going to go out there and he's going to give it his all. I mean, he is a uh, I mean, clutch. He's clutch. And that's what he's he is. He's never going to miss a Super Bowl, put it that way. Yep, and Brady now trying to get uh, his fourth Super Bowl victory. He never lost a Super Bowl. And uh, Patriots... All right, well, uh, what we're going to do later in the show is, of course, well, as you were saying, uh, Brady has never lost a Super Bowl. He's 3-0 in a yeah, Super Bowl yeah. games. What we're going to do uh, a little bit later in the show is that me and Quast, we're going to have a little position breakdown. We're going to break down uh, uh, some uh, key matchups on offense and defense as well as yeah, special there are teams. Many. We're going to break down the coaching, and we're also uh, going to have a little fact of fiction on the game to see whether we're going to win. And uh, we're going to make our final picks for the game on uh, next Thursday's edition of Ace Man of the Quas. That would be uh, this Thursday at 8 p.m., so don't miss that. Uh, so we'll do all those things a little bit later in the show. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. You can also call in to the show. We've been over a lot of times before. And you can chat with us over at Blog Talk Radio. And you can give uh, us your thoughts on the Super Bowl. Give us your prediction. What do you think the score is going to be? Uh, yeah, give I, us uh, your name, uh, where you're from, and the score. Yeah, well, and I mean, tell us why that team is going to win. Yes, and of course Vegas have a lot of fun with the Super Bowl because of the uh, the major line between the Giants and the. Uh, I think it's way too many points. I think uh, whether the Giants win or not, I think it'll be within like about seven to ten points. Yeah, cause uh, I think they're not. I don't think there's going to be a blocking. I really don't. I think well, I think they're not, they're not taking into factor. Uh, the 38-35 game at the end of the season. I really, well, the, the only thing I would say that uh, the Patriots, maybe they're going a little lackadaisical thinking that the Giants would bench their starters because you saw the Patriots went into another gear when they were down 38, what was it, 38-25, something like that. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden their momentum changed. And scored 22 maybe, straight points. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, they uh, just turned into another gear that the Giants couldn't match. So that that would uh, worry me a little bit. Is that the Patriots are a team that could turn it on whenever they want? Put it that way. Also, it's very interesting to see Coughlin coaches for Super Bowl. You know, uh, and if the Giants were smart. They would definitely watch tape from uh, the uh, San Diego game. Uh, San Diego made Brady throw three interceptions, and uh, they yeah. basically held the Patriots in check on offense. I mean, 21 points by New England is not that much. If you could hold them down to 21 points, the Giants should be able to win this game. No doubt about that. At least that's what I think. I mean, uh, the Giants, I mean, if they can get their pass rush, I mean, that, that's always the key for the Giants. If a human yard, if Strahan, if they can get their pass rush and they don't have to blitz, they could, you know, drop the other seven guys back into pass coverage. I mean, the Giants, they have a great chance of winning this game. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, the, the, the Giants, uh, same thing against Favre, they, they hit him early in, uh, uh, when, when he was in the shotgun, and, that, and uh, he wasn't able to get the only thing that the only mistake was that 90-yard pass to Donald Driver. Outside of that, I mean, the uh, straight hand, I think, had a couple of well, had eight tackles, um, hit Favre hard during the game. Giants were all over Favre, and Favre really didn't look like himself. The Giants got to do the same game plan against Brady. They got to make him look not like himself in the game, and that, that's going to be a factor. They're going to have to really go at him uh, when they head into the game, but. Again, we we will see what happens, but uh, Brady is, uh, especially with the, the Randy Moss. Uh, I don't know, you know, Randy Moss with all the distractions going on with Randy Moss now. Did you hear all of the stories with him? Uh, uh, what happened with Moss? That supposedly he um, beat his girlfriend or something? I don't know. Uh, Randy Moss, I mean, he's been out of trouble. It would be a shame if he had gotten into some trouble right before the Super Bowl. 
And yeah, just, well, by the way, just to let you hockey fans know, uh, the Eastern Conference, uh, it's a final. The Eastern Conference has beaten the Western Conference 8-7. to seven. They yeah. got a goal uh, from Mark Savard with uh, 21 seconds left in the game. So how about that? How about that? So the East Conference all so good the weekend uh, dominated. Yes, I think if it was, not sure, I don't really remember who won last year, but I think it was the uh, blowout last year. So yeah, a, good win, a good win for the Eastern Conference. Yeah, maybe the East was inspired by Brian Leach night. How about that? Uh, Brian Leach night uh, is all Ranger fans know a special night, as it always is uh, when uh, MSG retires a player. But, you know, Brian Leach, one of the uh, classiest guys you'll ever know. He's a very humble guy and uh, did his job without complaining ever. Uh, just a great hockey player, a great defenseman. And uh, the number two that went up to the Garden on Thursday night, it uh, doesn't get much better than that. Uh, maybe I'll look for a soundbite from that. We can play something from it later. So yeah, as a Devils fan, that was, uh, for me, I was very uh, emotional to watch that uh, number, number two, go up to the stands. And, and of course, uh, one of the biggest parts of the ceremony was uh, when he announced that uh, Adam Graves will get his number card next year. Yeah, the Rangers, and you uh, will be catch, busy uh, again. You happen to catch uh, Mark Messier crying during that whole thing? <laughs> I mean, that guy is the, uh, basically, uh, call him, uh, Kleenex or something. I mean, he always needs a box. <laughs> yeah, Mark Messier was really uh, crying. Oh, he's an emotional guy. Nothing yeah, I mean, no doubt about that. But now Adam Graves, I mean, that, that was a nice touch by the he Rangers. He uh, really cares about other people. Yeah, really. I mean, Mark Messier is a great guy. Of course, Brian Leach is a true Ranger. He played uh, double the time as a Ranger uniform uh, than Messier did. But, and of course, he won the Conn Smythe in 1994, and the Rangers won the whole thing. And and this town went crazy. But um, uh, Messier, of course, has a legacy in the Rangers uniform, as does everybody else. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Mark Messier, the number 11, of course, got retired a few years ago at MSG. And, uh, you know, MSG, they, I mean, people are getting used to these uh, number of retirements. Uh, the Rangers, what, they now have five guys in the uh, their retirement class, which is up uh, near the rafters of Madison Square Garden. And... Uh, yeah. Well, maybe that uh, Leach and I can inspire the Rangers to make a run in the second half. We'll see. We'll, really we'll talk, right yeah, after the break, we're going to talk more Super Bowl, but we'll take a quick break. I'll be right back after this on the Sports Doctor with Ace Man and the Quas. You are listening to Ace Man and the Quas. The phone number to call in is 1-646-478-5118. That's 1-646-478-5118. If you have a question and you would not like to come on the air... You can contact Ace Man at MetsFanatic910 at AOL.com. That's MetsFanatic910. And you can contact the Quas at Quaster06 at AOL.com. If you would like to advertise at this spot, please contact us at one of those two screen names. Now, back to the show. Let's 
Welcome back to the Sports Talk at 8.54 p.m. on a Sunday night. Uh, uh, we'll, gonna... we'll do a little segment now. We'll do a Patriots-Giants. We can do a position breakdown. We'll go position by position. And each of us uh, will uh, say who do we think has the edge of that position. And uh, after about 30 seconds or so, uh, we'll uh, buzz the other person, ending their comment. Uh, how we'll go first, uh, me or Ethan will ask the question, and then we'll say which team we think uh, has the edge of that position, and we'll explain why. And also, uh, don't forget, uh, you can call the show at any time. We have about until 9.30. Our number is uh, 646-478-5118. So you can call at any time. Sure can. Oh, let's start with a linebacker core. The uh, Packers. Well, I, course, decide, I think oh, we should just go from line to the backs. So I guess we could start defensively because they do say defense wins championships. So uh, I think we should start with the defensive line. You want, you want to just do it in order? I think it'll be easier. Okay. All right. So do you want to start? Uh, so we're starting from where? I uh, will start uh, with the uh, defensive lines. Battle defensive lines. Where's the better defensive uh, passer? Who do you think? Oh, right. Well, um, in terms of the edge, I gotta, I gotta give it to the. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give it to the uh, Patriots uh, defensive line. I, I, I just the, the way they played against the Chargers, um, you know, holding down Damian Tomlinson. I mean, there's no other team that can do that. I mean, of course, Tomlinson ha- has had an off year. But there's no other team that could do what uh, they did um, against the, uh, uh, the likes of Damon Tomlinson and Christian the Jaguars. Frank Garrard made it. Their defensive line is uh, phenomenal. So, and that is my. All right, my and I actually uh, believe it or not, I disagree with you. I think the Giants have the better defensive line. What? Um, they generally. Well, well it depends, it depends what part of the line you're talking about. Well, well, I'm just saying the uh, Back- you know the defensive line, the uh, front four. I'm saying that the Giants have a, a more a better one because it's, the Patriots are a little bit bigger, but I think the Giants are much faster and uh, much more explosive. I think uh, with Osu Minor, if he's playing well, well on the defensive end, I think if Michael Strahan is playing uh, well, and uh, you know you have the Justin Tuck in the middle, you have a couple of big guys in the middle. I think the Giants get, get a lot of pressure on the quarterback uh, when they're playing well, so I give the edge to the Giants in that area. Yeah, well, I still think it's going to be tough to, for the Giants. Uh, we're just talking the same kind of thing he did against Ryan Grant against a guy like Lawrence Maloney, uh, the, the running back. But, um, I mean, Maloney had a, a big game against the Chargers. And I, just watching him, it's just amazing. But, yeah, I, the Giants do have a, um, a, one of the best defenses in the league this season. And it's going to be interesting to see how they handle uh, uh, Maloney and the, the rest of the running back core but, uh, and Kevin Falk. But we will see what will happen. Oh, I got buzzed. All right. Ah. All right. All right. Uh, next, uh, we'll do uh, the new, uh, the um, m- m- the linebackers. Okay. Uh, so who has the better linebacking core? We'll start with Ethan. Uh, well, it's hard to ignore the uh, Teddy Bruschi, um, you know, Larry Izzo, and the rest of the core, Adalius Thomas. But um, uh, I I have to I have to give it to the Giants. I I just, I just think uh. In the linebacking core, the way they handled outside of that 90 yard to drive, the way they handled uh, the rest of the um, Packers' uh, offense, um, the game was phenomenal. I mean, you couldn't ask for more for the linebacking core uh, of the Giants. So I'm giving the Giants to the Giants. Much better linebacking core. Than the- I got buzzed again. 
I actually I, think, I, dis- I disagree with you again. I'm this time I'm going with New England. Okay. I think, uh, you know, they're a little old, they're a little slow, but overall, I think they're uh, very physical and very smart, which is a uh, linebacker, one of the smartest positions on the field. You have to know what you're doing. You have to be in good position. And uh, with the guys like Teddy Bruschi, Mike Vrabel, Junior Seau, you have all those guys there. Uh, I think they're overall a little bit better than the Giants. The Giants, you know, they have a decent linebacking core, you know, with uh, uh, Pierce and, uh, you know, a few other guys. But uh, I think overall the Patriots are just a little bit, a little bit smarter, a little bit, a little bit uh, bigger, a little bit better. Yeah. All right, now uh, defensive backs. I'll start with that, I guess. Uh, even though I've been very impressed with the Giants defensive backs in the uh, in this playoffs with Aaron Ross, you know, playing through a shoulder injury and Corey Webster getting the uh, key interceptions and uh, R. W. McCorders with his interceptions and uh, they're holding the other team's receivers to uh, small numbers. I still have to go with the Patriots here in the defensive backs. Uh, Sante Samuel, Ellis Hobbs, they have size. All right, well I got buzz. But let me just explain my Patriots really quickly. They have uh, Samuel and Hobbs, and they also have, uh, you know, Eugene Will. Uh, they have a few safeties, and I think the Patriots overall. Hello? Yes. All right, Ethan, what do you think, defensive backs? Uh, I got to go with the Giants here. I mean, the way, I, the, the way I've seen uh, RW quarters, I mean, he's had two straight games with huge interceptions. I mean, you can't ignore that. Uh, you know, you're talking about Hobbs, the physical guy, and – and the, the Patriots are very physical. I mean, that, that's their M.O. They are a physical team. Um, and Ronnie Harrison is a, is, um, you know, just a flagrant player. He's amazing. But um, I got to go to the Giants here. Uh, the Giants do have a, um, uh, a better core, you know, the safeties. And I, I think that uh, that, will, that will go to their advantage in this game against Brady. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair All right, enough. now uh, let's go to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you want to start, uh, Ethan, uh, with the... Uh, quarterback, quarterback, Brady quarterback, against Manning. All right, we'll start with quarterback. Brady against Manning. Uh, Ethan, you want to go first? Um, okay, I'll go first. Oh, well, um, from what we've seen through Manning, I got to say, I know Manning, this postseason, got one interception. Brady, four interceptions this postseason. So, I mean, right there shows you how well Manning has to four. I mean, it, it's not like... He, it's not like uh, New England has been playing tougher um, teams um, in the AFC. The Giants are playing uh, some of the two best defenses in the league, the Packers and the Cowboys. And uh, Manning didn't throw one single interception. You've got to give him a lot of credit for that. I mean, of course, we all know Brady had that, uh, that record, that completion against Jacksonville. But uh, I've got to say, I mean, of course, and also Brady's um, quarterback rating is a little higher. And, of course, he has the experience. And of course, he um, even though Manning is younger, um, to the women Brady's much younger. But uh, I, I gotta say that um, I'm gonna give the edge to Manning here. I know it's you, people are gonna be yelling at me saying, "Why are you giving the edge to Manning over Brady?" But in this game, I think Manning's yeah. gonna really, really come out there. I think he's gonna play like Peyton, he's gonna play like his brother. And uh, wait, wait, and uh, I think uh, Eli is gonna use all sides of the ball, and he's gonna. <laughs> And they're, and they're going to win. All right, go ahead. All oh, right. I got fun. Jen, you're playing around there a little bit. All right, you, well, uh, Manning or Brady, what do you like? With all you said uh, with uh, Brady, with all you said with Manning, uh, I, you know Manning, of course, he has the uh, the uh, great postseason in the last three games. have been awesome. 
and Brady has been a little spotty at times. That being said, with all of his experience in the Super Bowl, with all of his uh, success and the team around him, I have to go with Tom Brady in this one. I think this is a pretty easy decision. Um, you know, Tom Brady just in these games, he just uh, he plays at a different level. I mean, you saw that as a rookie in 2001 and the uh, Super Bowl against the Eagles, of course, and also against uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers as he led them down the field. But you can say this, he's never won a game by himself. It's always been the kicker who's won at the end. We'll come down to Brady, we'll come down to a kicker, and uh, Brady's play will uh, most likely uh, be the reason why or why not the Patriots finish their perfect season. Okay, I didn't bite you there because I went around to finish. But uh, now let's switch over to the wide receiver core. You got uh, Wes Welker, Randy Moss, and you got Dante Stilworth against Paco Burris, Amani Toomer, the veteran, um, uh, and uh, <laughs> basically that's what you got. Right there. You got. I will, uh, you want me to start on this one? Yes, go ahead. I think uh, this is a very tough decision here. I mean, you could uh, look at it both ways. I look at Plaxico as just a tad under Randy Moss, but in the post- really wow. But I, I mean, during the regular season, Moss was just a freak of nature, twenty-three touchdowns. But during the postseason, he caught what, like two balls. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, very uh, kind of uh, weird. And Plaxico, he was absolutely fantastic in that Green Bay game. And I look no at uh, the other guys besides them. I think Amani Toomer is just as good as any other receiver on the New England Patriots. Yes, Wes Walker. Had 110 catches this year, but uh, that's because uh, Randy Moss had a lot of double coverage. And also, uh, Dante Stolworth, you know, I would say the Patriots by a little bit because I just think they have a little bit more depth at that position. Besides Burris and Toomer, I really think the Giants have anybody. Um, you know, they have Steve Smith and uh, Sonoris Moss who have barely done anything this season. I mean, besides Burris and Toomer, the receptions, the, the, uh, receptions don't come from many other places. While uh, New England, if Randy Moss isn't going, they can get uh, catches and they can get yards from Walker and Stallworth. Okay. Um, well, I was just saying that, of course, um, if the Patriots watch the tape from the uh, from Monty Tumor this season, they notice that he, he drops a lot of footballs. And they're probably going to double-team Burris a lot uh, in the game. So that's going to leave Manny with an open target at a Monty Tumor. So um, they'll be looking for him a lot in this game uh, in the Super Bowl. So uh, we'll see what happens, but um, I really think that uh, Tuma is going to be a major factor in the game, uh, not to mention uh, what the Burris can do and uh, playmaking. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, and, of course, Randy Moss, how can you not uh, take notice of what he's done uh, and throughout his career, uh, no matter who he played with. Um, you know, uh, of course, he was with um, Minnesota, and, and since then he's uh, had an amazing career in the NFL. Uh, for those long, deep passes, and Brady, of course, has loved them all season. Uh, how many passes has, he had, has Brady had to Moss? Can, you can't even say how, much, how many has he, he's had this year. But uh, the Giants, you know, they covered Moss pretty well in that 38-35 game. Except for that uh, one but, bomb. Except for that one bomb. Except for that one bomb. You know, that, always the Giants always have that one bomb. Uh, but uh, I think the Giants are going to are gonna cover him pretty nicely in this game. Uh which is going to leave guys like Wes Welker open. It's going to leave uh, also on the left side um, Dante Stallworth. But uh, the, the Giants, the Giants' best score is good enough to stop the Patriots' wide receivers. Okay, right. uh, let's get to the next topic here. You can't Tight forget end. those good old uh, offensive linemen, right? I mean, uh, they uh, said everything. So uh, who has a better offensive line? Uh, I'll start. Um, uh, this is a tough one. 
I mean, uh, you can say with the Patriots here, I think they have more big-name guys or, or bigger-sized guys, while the Giants have, you know, a smaller, lesser-name group of people, but they've been together longer. I mean, uh, this is a tough decision, but based on the running game this season, I, guess, I think I would have to say the Giants, um, which might surprise some people. I mean, they've been together, what, like two or three years now with O'Hara, with, uh, you know, Deal and uh, Snee, the guys I said before. I mean, they've been together for a while, and, uh, you know, they're doing a great job of blocking for uh, Bradshaw and Jacobs and uh, giving Eli Manning good pass protection. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I mean, uh, it was a smart move by, by of course, um, Jerry Reese and a lot of credit for assembling this team together. I believe they called it Reese's Pieces. Um, and he assembled this, this team. You know, he brought in, he brought in a lot of guys uh, – made some additions. They didn't seem big at first, but then they then we saw how huge they were. Uh, you know, guys like Kareem Mitchell. Um, but the offense line, you know, Shona um guards any quarter just just about as well as anybody in the NFL. Um, there's great pass protection for Eli Manning. Billy, he Billy's got sacked this uh, postseason, and uh, you know the Patriots have played well. But um, you know what? I think uh, I really think that the uh, uh, the Giants are uh, but have a better offensive line. Okay. Um. Now the final position on the offense, of course, uh, maybe the most important, the running back. The running back, yes. Um. You got Lawrence Maloney, and you got two running backs who aren't the top notch running backs in the NFL, but uh, they have come out. Of course, the Giants have the the, the dangerous weapon, the Amad Bradshaw, who has emerged of late as uh, as a beast. And he's uh, he's gonna surprise. I mean, a lot of te- I mean, the Patriots did get to see Bradshaw. Unlike the Packers, that's gonna be part of their game plan. The Patriots did get to see Bradshaw, and uh, unlike the Packers and the Cowboys, so they they know how to defend against him. Um, and against Brandon Jacobs as well. But uh, you know, Jacobs gets a touchdown and finally figures out where to throw the ball after he scores a touchdown. And the Giants would be in pretty good shape. Uh, Lawrence Maloney is a hell of a, a hell of a player. He's small, but he can get around. Uh, just about any tackle in the NFL, so the Giants are going to have a really uh, have a good mindset. But you know, I really, I really think that Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick, the offensive scheme, is going to focus more on the uh, passing game. But the running game is going to be a big factor. And Maloney is one of the best that it is in the NFL. What's your thoughts? Okay. Uh, well, I think I mean I think this is a very interesting position on each team. They use it uh, so differently. The Giants, I think, rely a lot more on the running game than the New England Patriots do. No question about that. I think that uh, it's, it's a very tough decision here. Lawrence Maroney at the beginning of the season, uh, he started very slow. He had a few injuries and stuff. And uh, most of the load was given to Kevin Falk. So, I mean, I, and Maroney, I mean, he's he's coming along. He's uh, pretty healthy the past, uh, like, four, five, six weeks. And uh, he's been getting a nice gains, and uh, he he looks to be getting stronger and stronger, and he's not uh, worn out from the uh, entire season. That being said, uh, with the uh, the combination of Brendan Jacobs and uh, Lawrence, uh, not Lawrence Maroney, Brendan Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw, I think the Giants have a better balance, and uh, you know it's a big running back, the bruiser Brendan Jacobs, who can plow through you and uh, wear down defense as the game goes along, especially the, since the Patriots have a pretty old defense. And also the fact that um, Ahmad Bradshaw, uh, after Brandon Jacobs softens up the defense, uh, he runs through him. So I think that the Giants have a little edge there. I'm going to go with the Giants at running back. Even though the Patriots, you know, they they could be effective at it, and Kevin Falk is one of the uh, 
Uh, one of the best uh, receivers as a running back. I'll go to oh, the Giants no, by a little bit here. Yeah, Kevin Falk reminds me a little bit of Tiki Barber, uh, you know, in, in terms of being a receiver as a running back. I mean, he is uh, he's amazing as a running back. So, but again, you know, Brandon Jacobs could be factored in. Uh, have you left any positions out? Oh, special teams. Now, this is a fun one. Uh, you want to start on this one? Special teams, Giants or uh, Pats? Hello? David? Maybe something happened. Oh, good. I lost him. He's back. You're back on. I lost you for a sec. I'm right here. All right, good. All right, anyway, uh, you know what? Actually, uh, let's take a quick break now. That was a pretty long segment. Uh, and then we'll go with, how about special teams? We've got special teams. Oh, we did forget special teams, of course. And, uh, you know, we also forgot the head coach. So we'll do a kind of both of those in one. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll start if you want me to start. The game could come down to special teams. You know, that's going to be it. The that game could, could definitely could. The game could definitely come down to special teams. Uh, and uh, first, let's see. I'll compare the kickers. Um, well, you got Gaskowski for New England. I mean, uh, you can't really... Uh, can't he's really not been a Terry, but he's good. But you can't, you can't really say anything about him. He hasn't kicked anything except extra points the entire year. So, <laughs> literally. I mean, how often have the Patriots uh, kicked the field goal in a game this year? It's not, not very often. Uh, I can't remember one. I I really can't remember money at all, except for the, he had a few against the Jets in that game. But, but, uh, uh, but the question is, can can Gattis Kowski, can he be a Vinatieri? Yeah, I think I think uh, the rookie can. Uh, not, he's not a rookie, second year guy. I yeah, think he can do it in the clutch. I mean, uh, will he need to though? That'll be the question. It won't be a close game. Will he need to make a field goal at the end? But also, the Giants got to know it's like if Lawrence Tynes misses a field goal. In the same Lawrence kind of Pines, I mean, as a Giant fan, I'd be very worried about him. I, I mean, he uh, of course made the field goal. Hopefully, that'll give him some confidence for this game. As because you first... know the, that, like, unlike Green Bay, New England is not going to be intercepted. Brady's not going to intercept it after, uh, uh, like, an overtime. And, and this game gets overtime. This is very possible. New England is not going to. Brady's not going to be intercepted. Brady's going to drive the. Down, down to the goal line, and he's going to score, and they're going to win. So um, the Giants can't rely on the defense to pick up for uh, uh, for Fiegels and, uh, and time. It's not going to happen. And Fiegels, he's 43. He's as gingerly as anybody with the uh, with placing the – I'm worried about him just placing the ball down anytime he goes out there. You can't worry so, about that. I mean, well, the good thing for the kickers here in the special teams, it'll be indoors, so there really shouldn't be any problems. I mean, it should be a fast game. It should be a high-scoring game, I think. Well, I mean, it is Eli Manning weather, per se. But I mean, well, I mean, uh, last week, uh, Tynes, he uh, missed those two field goals before he made the 47 yards to win the game. I mean, uh, it was cold. It was cold. I mean, uh, what was it? Like it was freezing, four, yeah. Negative four, something like that. By the end of the game, not what they played in last week, but uh, they got through it. And for some reason, I don't understand Tynes. Uh, 35-yard field goals, uh, not even close. And then the 47-yarder, you put it right down the middle. I really don't understand. Yeah, uh, that was an amazing moment, you know. That's like the wide right moment. It is. It sure is. That was a lot of fun to watch. I was, All right, I was so special crazy. teams, I'm not really giving anybody an edge. You don't really know until the game starts. It's hard to predict uh, special teams. Oh, how about the punt return? Um, um, Hickson has had an amazing uh, season for the Giants. Uh, he's one of Jerry's, uh, Jerry Reese's pickups during the season. He's a, He's... he's Got a lot of speed. He kind of reminds me a little bit um, of the uh, guy on the Bears. 
But anyway, yeah, but Hickson has had a, an amazing season with turning the football for the Giants. He gets um, put them in a good field position. That's been a, a big part of the reason why they're doing what they're doing. But uh, Yeah, big reason. All right, uh, Kwas, you want to take a little commercial break here? Yeah, hope we get some phone calls. I don't know. People are kind of keeping themselves quiet tonight, but hopefully we'll get people in for Thursday night. All right, uh, we'll be uh, right back on Ace Man. Hello, Mets fans. Are you looking for a show that covers the Mets inside and out? Then there's a show for you. The Seven Train Shea Mets radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Join Matt, Greg, Mike, and special guests all season long with inside analysis on games, news, rumors, the minor leagues, and more. Voice your opinion or ask a question by calling into the show. The show is on every Saturday at 1.30. Trust the latest Mets news, rumors, opinions, and show schedules. Visit our website at www.7trainshade.blogspot.com. For Mets fans, by Mets fans, it's the 7 Train Shade Radio Show. matchup, uh, but they've never been on the same uh, team before, um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of it. You know, it's a very interesting matchup, to say the least, the second time on matchup this season, and we'll see how uh, how the game will go on, but it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, so that's a little fact of fiction. Uh, I'm going to start here, um, a little fact of fiction, then we'll talk some, some MLB. Okay, so, well, we have about 13 minutes, so uh, let's see what we can get in. And I uh, remember, you guys, you could call in if <laughs> anyone's listening yes. tonight. <laughs> Our call number is uh, 646-478-5118. Don't be shy. You could uh, voice any opinion you want on the air. Make fun of there us. Do whatever you want. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so let's get right into it. Um, fact or fiction? Um, 
Amani Toomer uh, touchdown reception. Hey, I'll say fact. I'll say fact. I think uh, the New England, uh, I think they'll be focused a lot on Plexico Burst. And I think uh, if the Giants can establish to run the play action, uh, can set up a uh, one-on-one coverage for Monty Tumor. I think uh, you know he's got three touchdowns so far this uh, postseason, three games. So it'll be four games to wind on another one. Okay, uh, f- fact or fiction here? Um, Randy Moss w- will be high-fiving fans down the sidelines. Um, fiction. Uh, the Patriots uh, may win this game, and if they do, uh, Bill Belichick will make them act like robots on the field, <laughs> and uh, they won't do anything, and uh, okay. just uh, look at the trophy and smile and go to the locker room and take care of their business as they usually uh, Fact or fiction, Giselle, I, don't, I can't say her last name, but there was a nice picture of her today in the Daily News. Um, Giselle, yeah. whatever, Bunchin's in, uh, the model will be at this game. Uh, oh, God. Oh, I, I guess that's Tom Brady's call. I'll say, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll say fact. I mean, uh, Tom Brady, uh, he's going out with her, should be at the game, right? Okay, over or under, um, Tom Brady, three touchdown passes. Uh, can I do a push? Yeah, you can push. I say, I say he'll throw exactly three. Okay. Um, over or under, uh, Brandon Jacobs, two fumbles. Under, under. I think, uh, I mean, uh, the kid's got uh, some uh, butterfingers sometimes. Yeah. But uh, overall, usually uh, he's pretty reliable. I'll say uh, nope. Okay. Um, over or under, Teddy Bruschi, hmm, uh, interception. Under. I mean, uh, Eli Manning hasn't thrown one this whole uh, season. Uh why uh, would you uh, think that uh, it would start right now? Okay. I'll say no. Um, Michael Strahan over under losing 10 teeth. <laughs> Does he even have 10? So I'll say under. <laughs> okay. Got any for me or who done with uh, it? I'll try to think if it's going to fly right now. I'll say the Giants secondary over under uh, two interceptions. I got to say... Uh, you can go push. push. I'm going to push here because I, I don't push? think the Giants are capable of getting more than two in this game. Eli Manning, uh, over or under? All oh, Steve, we have, Steve, we have a call on the line right now. Call. Okay. 718 number, you're on the sports dock with Ace Man of the Clock. What's going on? Hey, guys, what's up? It's Nina, and I was wondering, Who's out of necessity, do you think the Giants will start 19-0? Uh, um, well, do you think the Giants will stop 19-0? Well, do you think the Giants will, will crush the hopes of the Patriots making a perfect season? Well, put it this way. I certainly hope they do. And, uh, th- I mean, there's a lot of things that the Giants going to have to do to win this game. They're going to have to basically play almost a perfect game to beat this team. Um, do I think they, they will? They can't make mistakes. They definitely uh, cannot make mistakes. They definitely yeah. can't. And, uh, well, me and Cross will make our official picks uh, this Thursday on the uh, sports docket. Uh, by the way, uh, for all of you listeners at home, we are tied in the standings. So this game will come down. We, I guess we're gonna have to. We'll, we'll announce the rules this Thursday, as yeah. uh, as far as uh, who wins, what, the, what the bet is, and uh, also uh, how the tiebreakers will work if we pick the same team. But, yeah, but know, I'm probably gonna say right now to you that um, I think the Giants will hold their own, but I think they'll uh, the Patriots will come out with the victory. 
It's gonna be a close game. You think so, right? Well, uh, what do you think? Do you think what do, what do you think the Giants have to do uh, to stop the Patriots? What weapons do the Patriots? What weapons do the Giants have? That's the question. On offense, you're saying? What weapons? Yeah, on both sides of the ball. Well, I think well on offense. I mean, Plaxico Burris, he's been a beast this off season. If I did not so I've seen this postseason. I mean, uh, if uh, Burris is matched up one on one against Asante Samuel, I mean he uh, he may have a big height advantage. That might be a matchup that Eli wants to look towards, and also um, look uh, for the second half of the game like the Giants have been doing. If uh, look for a lot of Brandon Jacobs in the first half, you might not get a lot of yards, but he'll try to wear down the defense, and then look for a lot of Ahmad Bradshaw, and maybe look for him to break a few runs in the second half after the defense is worn down a little bit. Yeah, I mean. And on the defensive side, I would look to uh, I would look to OCU Minor on the offense on the defensive line. Uh, I think he could uh, get to the quarterback, and he could uh, make a lot of plays and cause a lot of havoc for that Patriots team. And Justin and uh, Tuck and Michael Strahan as well. Yeah, yeah, saying, no question. Yeah, definitely. I think the whole defensive line is very good. I think any one of them could get to the quarterback. That's one huge part of the Giants' uh, abilities to win this game, I think. I mean, you are right. The Patriots do have more weapons than the Giants do. But I don't think it's going to come down to weapons. I think it's really going to come down to special teams and the play calling. Um, Bill Belichick, the genius, uh, versus Tom Coughlin, unexperienced in Super Bowl, but definitely a lot of player experience under his belt. And it's going to come down to play calling and whether going to the running game or the uh, passing game is going to come down really to that. Because these two teams are actually more evenly matched than people think. And, uh, you know, the, the Giants like to rub it in the face of the Patriots that they're 3-0 and uh, in the last three weeks and the Patriots are 2-0. and But the, the, it doesn't matter when it comes down to this game. And the Giants, you know, for them, the, the, even, though, even though losing is not the worst thing in the world and the, the Patriots are, are actually a better team going into this game on paper, um, the Giants, uh, losing really for them is not an option, and uh, they want to go out there and win this game. I mean, thanks so much for the call, and uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, before I go, predict the okay. scores, guys. What? Predict the scores. Oh. Okay, well, we're, we're going to do it on Thursday, but I'll, I'll take a guess now. Um, I'm going to say uh, Giants 30, Patriots 27. Wow. Hmm, interesting. Wow. I say uh, Giants. So, last minute field goal, you say? I think yeah, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. What do you think? All right, sorry, guys. Uh, I see you later, guys. Thanks for letting me uh, call in. Okay, so, uh, thanks. no problem. Uh, call in anytime. All right, but I say Giants win forty forty one. Wow, forty one to forty. That'll be a hard yeah. game. Yeah, hard fought. Okay, well. Okay, right, thank thanks you. for calling, Dana. We'll see you All soon. Right, thank you. Bye bye. I, uh, mm, let's see. Uh, my final score. Well, uh, since I just got my Super Bowl pool today, I know what numbers I have. I hope, uh, it's 8 and 9. <laughs> so, uh, maybe I'll say, uh, let's see, uh, 39 to 28. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win yet. You'll have to listen to Thursday to, uh, see who I pick. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see that. A little MLB, uh, we talked about it before, but, uh, the Mets, um, you know, the ten twins are putting are now putting a timetable apparently on you're when they're going to Santana. Yeah, so yeah, like uh, I said earlier in the show, ten to fourteen days. That's what they say, but uh, who knows at this point? I really don't know. 
I mean, yeah. this has been really ridiculous. Oh, also, just a little preview. We're going to have a very interesting show on Thursday night. Uh, we're going to actually have on a uh, Patriots blogger, get a little bit of what the other side says. You'll, you'll hear more about it as you go on. I mean, we very possibly could have on a uh, pretty well-known Giants reporter as well. Yeah, well, what we're going to try to do is that, uh, well, uh, what's his name, Ralph? Ralph uh, from the Daily News? Yeah, hopefully. Um, he still needs to work out some things, but we're trying to get him on. Of course, he's a very well, busy man nowadays. Yeah, get them on at the same time and have a round table. So we may try uh, to I don't want to. I don't know. Is it a smart thing to have Giants? You know, you know how Patriots fans are. They can be a little cocky, like under the skin a little bit. What? Pass interference. That's what New England says. <laughs> yeah. Pass interference. But it's been a very uh, no question about that. I mean, uh, uh, the Patriots fans um, have a lot to talk about because their team is the team of really the team of the decade. I mean. Going yeah, for the, the team of the uh, well century, you could even say. Uh, the and the Giants are in their path. You know, the Giants trying to stop at 19-0. The Giants can do that. I mean, you know, Miami's record is safe, and uh, the Miami Dolphins, of course, the 82 Dolphins went 17-0, and beat the Bears Super Bowl uh, that year. But the uh, of course, got to get a lot of credit for what the Patriots have done. I mean, I haven't lost a game all year. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it really is. Uh, well, Kwasa, it's time to uh, end the show. Yes. Uh, uh, thanks uh, for the uh, few who called. <laughs> thanks for the guy who called. Thanks for all our listeners over on the side. Uh, we will be having a show on Thursday night as well. And we're probably going to go night. back. Big show Thursday night. A whole Super Bowl yeah. preview once again. Talk a lot more about Super Bowl. And uh, hockey will be back. We'll talk a little hockey, a little basketball. And uh, baseball is getting closer and closer. The Devils were just one thing. The Devils uh, one of the most embarrassing losses of the year, and they, and they try to avenge that loss. Lost the Canadians. I don't want to even say what the score was, but uh, anyway, uh, Stephen, you got a song to end out? I guess we do. Uh, yeah, I have a song for us. All right, so we'll, we'll see you guys on Thursday night, and uh, a lot of fun. We'll see you then. Super Bowl is uh, less than a week away, so at this time next week it'll be over, and we'll know who the uh, champion of the NFL the season 2007-2008 is. Alright, so uh, good night everybody and thanks to all who listened to Sports Talk with Ace Man and the Claw. Yes, see you Thursday night. Lock Talk Radio.